Hey everyone out there in the CBC universe, welcome to another episode of Comic Book Characters. Wait, so is Superpowers doing a Fortnite dance? <laughs> I'm your friendly neighborhood podcaster, Alfred. And this is Chris, the uncontested creator, Cassidus. Comic stuff! <laughs> oh yeah, Soundy in the house. Just filling up on them chopped cheese all <laughs> month long. Um, hey man, how's it going? How you? It's how been a you, minute, y'all. How you doing? I know. What is going on with this? You know what though? This one's on me. This one's on me, listeners. Uh huh. It uh, you know, I was moving. Then I was moving in a plane to New York. Then Wait a I minute. I was moving in my seat to Kofi Kingston's triumphant music. Wait a minute. New you day. Ah <laughs> yes, Jericho, so great. I uh, got to go to WrestleMania 35, which is really cool. Um, humble brag, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, but we're back. We are back. We're gonna be on a good schedule, I think, for the rest of the year. <laughs> Let's cross our fingers. Uh, you know, it'll be like you know, like a DC project. It's it's off in the distance. You might see it. You might not. Hopefully, we'll get there. Oh, wow, starting <laughs> off already. <laughs> so yeah, I just I need to set the bar low so that nobody's <laughs> mad. You know, kind of like J.J. Abrams did with the Star Wars trailer. Oh, my God. Let's just jump into the Slack, <laughs> don't we, buddy? <laughs> Oof. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, t- uh, today's episode, we're going to have the Star Wars trailer react. We're going to do some Disney-Fox merger. Uh, I mean, it's complete, but we're going to talk about it. So um, complete. So, to completion. Um, Flash, Ooh. Ezra Miller news, possibly Avengers Endgame runtime, and what that means for us. Disney Plus kicking out the jams with uh, the rates and what they've got planned for us. And then, of course, this is going to be our Shazam movie review episode. That'll be on the back end, so stay with us if you want to hear that. But before we get into all of that, let's let's jump into Star Wars. Okay, so this is, this is kind of interesting because... <clears throat> In, in the span of, like, what is it, like a 30-second spot? Is it a 60-second spot? Yeah, it's, it's like a minute, maybe a minute and a half. Maybe a 90-second spot. In the span of about 90 seconds, somehow, all of the, uh, maybe not all of them were obnoxious, but you know what? Most of them were obnoxious. Fans uh-huh. of Star Wars that really hated The Last Jedi, they all came back and drove, like... This trailer hit, and they're they're right back on board. And uh, you know, it just goes <laughs> to show you that these studios really need to do whatever they think is in their best interest, because the fans are just gonna they're they're just gonna like they're just gonna keep like swaying back and forth. I think it, just, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, no, it really read kind of like, see, I told you my dad was coming. Look, here's my dad. He's gonna beat up your dad now. That was the immediate reaction from a Star Wars fan on on uh, everywhere. In the streets, they were telling me that in the streets, in the streets. Uh, and I was, I was like, "Sir, this is a Wendy's." Um, so I don't know what's going on, man. Uh, how, how do we want to break it down? Uh, let's just okay. Let's you know because if you want you if, you know if we break it down like scene by scene, you can see that kind of thing on YouTube. It's a visual medium. Yeah. yeah. Let's 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 give our opinions. Right. This is why the listeners come to this podcast. Let's just let's just do the foley. Just sound effects. Here on out. Pew, pew. <laughs> I actually, I think I flashed back into the pod race somehow. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Fucking uh, Saboba, dude. Ah, oh, Saboba. What an asshole. So good. What a jerk. What a, what a main jerk. They should have just made a movie with him as the villain. Low stakes. Yeah. Um. What was your favorite part of this trailer? What was what was what was the thing that you're like, okay, I I'm in. What was huh. the in moment for you? Oh shit, man. Um, I think it's uh, man. There's a lot of action packed. It's an action packed trailer. Uh, they definitely know how to cut a trailer. Uh, for sure. I think it might be. It just has to be Ray. It's Ray out in the like the shot. For whatever reason, it was a shot of like her lightsaber and then her blaster. At the at the at her hip, like mm-hmm. I I don't know why, but that's just kind of ring is like oh cool this is a little different because Luke kind of never used a light uh, blaster at all, right? Um, oh I mean that's not true he did in in Endor, uh, no 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 
no, no, uh, Hoth. Yeah, but that was that was war. It was different times. War never changes. Um, but now I, I think it's a whole. I hear winter is coming. Hurt. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> Winter's here, my guy. Winter is here. Yeah. <laughs> Ride that dragon, yeah, though. Um, she bucks hard. Oh. I mean, good good luck. You better be ready for that waterfall, now. I mean? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, it's, Ray. It's, Ray. It's the whole sequence of her kind of trying to outrun Kylo Ren. I kind of read that as, like, that's her Uber. And, uh,. <laughs> They need it. It's like Express. It's it's Uber Black. They they already agreed meeting place and time. So right. you gotta be on point. Uh, um, you know, I like this take, but I gotta say, that's the most aggressive like <laughs> getting into an Uber stage that I think I've ever seen. I mean, maybe they missed. A, they have a missed opportunity for some synergistic advertising uh-huh. with Uber and then yeah. this trailer. <laughs> Um, Lyft could have cashed in, man. You imagine that uh, the controls that Kylo's at. Just imagine if there's a little Lyft sticker on the there. Little Lyft, the little logo, the little glowing logo yeah. that they put in the cars. They, they, uh, they just abandoned that pink mustache bullshit. Well, not only that, because you've got this like, what are they called? The the red, the crimson something or another. I don't uh, know. Crimson- what the- Roll Tide. No, man. There's the- so like, <laughs> if you see Kylo Ren, they're they're fixing his helmet. And oh, it's yeah. got like the red streaks in it now. Um, there's a there's a golly, I can't think of the name of it. It's like crimson something, crimson force. No, crimson force. Crim- it's like crimson specter. Force sounds like the wild illegitimate energy drink you find at like a mom and pop gas station. I, I'm pretty sure crimson force was a PlayStation One game circa 1994. <laughs> but uh... <laughs> it was just a ripoff of Wave Jammers, except with the red tint. Yeah, um, but yeah, the lift, the pink lift, they could have turned it crimson for the for this, you know, for this event. They could have uh-huh. done the whole thing. Anyway, who who cares? Yeah. Um, my favorite thing is Kylo Ren rock bottoming somebody. Oh into the shit! Ground. Uh, Hell yeah! I'm liking I'm liking his his aggressive nature. Um, what else? Yeah, the 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 Ray the Ray thing, her jumping. Over the the ship, the Tie Fighter. Yeah, yeah. It was really cool. Obviously, that was like the focal point of the trailer. Um, what do you think about? Let's let's talk about this. What do you think about the title of the of the movie? Ah, uh, buddy, it's awkward as shit. Yeah, pal. Um, yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm not your pal, guy. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's uh, unless we start fighting like Canadians, it's uh, it's really awkward at first glance. Yeah. Um, you had a pretty good take on it though. Yeah. Well, it's okay. Now, I'll I'll say this. This is not my theory. Okay. Um, and I don't. Somebody you read about had a good take on somebody it. Somebody <laughs> I read online, some random fan wackadoo, because I don't and I didn't get their uh, like gamer. They're like not their gamer take. They're like tag name or whatever. I apologize. Gamer, Xbox Live shoutouts. Yeah, wow. Um, but, but, okay, so it's called Rise of Skywalker, right? Which, a couple of things, right off the bat. I mean, where is this rise happening? Am I right? <laughs> where is it? Am I right? Where do, right? do you, do you think it's I mean, like, I'm, it, like, like shoulder, mi- shoulder, shoulder blade? Okay, yeah, maybe they have a fever, like their fever is rising, like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that kind of. Maybe it's like, uh, maybe it's this mixtape. Maybe it's like three feet high and rising, right? <laughs> right. Right, it's dropping up on SoundCloud. He's just taking it back to the boom bap era, man. Right, right, right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Rise of Skywalker. This can't be about Ray, right? This can't. Right. This can't just be like they wouldn't just give you that in the title of the film. That, right? that would like, be egregious. Yeah. That would, if that is the case, if Ray ends up being a Skywalker, and and they literally are calling the film Rise of, I will. It will be upsetting. It will be. It will be. I'll be in a great. No, 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 no. You're, you're about to. You're about to set it. What will you do if that happens? I, I, I might walk out. <gasps> I might walk out. Maybe I will. Come on, man. You got it. No, in this situation, here's what you do. Here's what I would do if that happens. Okay. I would shit my pants. I would forcibly <laughs> shit my pants in the middle of the theater. Yeah. I would ruin everybody else's experience as well. Yeah. Like that would be the external of how you're feeling internally. Right? Exactly. 
Okay, fair, 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 fair. Um, so let's just hope that's not the case, right? Because it seems <laughs> for, way for everybody involved, way too obvious. I read this theory that somebody had. I like it. It's the idea that with Luke dying, the Jedi are done, and mm-hmm. the Sith are done. That whole the whole balance and order of things is gone. It's just done. The binary. And, and what's going to happen is there's still Force-sensitive people, but what's going to happen moving forward is that there's no, like, just black and white, good and bad. There's, like, a mix, a gray area, if you will. And that that term for those people are going to be called... The Filipinos. Uh, they're going to be called Skywalkers. Skywalkers! Oh, okay. And uh, I kind of like that. Now, granted, it's... It's a little cutesy if if you if you name this whole group of people after like Luke, but Luke Skywalker's supposed to be one of the greatest Force users of all time, right? So, uh-huh. and he kind of was the one that that told Ray that taught Ray that the Jedi were wrong and that uh-huh. there was just more to it, right? So if you just extrapolate that, you you let her you let her run with it, then yeah, I could see I could see them doing that, and you know what? That's not the worst thing, and they could do they could do a lot worse. Yeah, this makes a lot of sense in universe. Um, like kids out in the out in the outer rims and shit, they know about Luke Skywalker. They might not know the the word Jedi or Sith for sure, but right. they know Luke Skywalker. Yeah, uh, it's a marketing thing, man. Yeah, this is a rebrand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that would really, yeah, that would be the end cap on this whole new trilogy. Um, I think it would really make. Uh, Takeaway, um, brother called it out. He's shout out to Dan. Everybody's gonna look back on these in about five years and be like, "Wow, this is actually really a great trilogy because of what it, it was able to accomplish." Yeah, the first two films—they're vast, they're very different in tone and kind of what uh-huh. they do, which is great, which is really what you want in a trilogy. And with the third one, you want to strike a balance. Now, granted, I am concerned about J.J. Abrams' ability to both close and strike a balance yeah. between what he's his vision was and Ryan Johnson's. He, but, he needs his second unit D, uh, director to be Thanos if he wants balance. Sure, sure. Needs a, needs a Thanos snap in there, um, for sure. But it's it's not without without the realm of possibility. So let's let's just stay optimistic and hope that that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, last thing on this. The uh, obviously the button, the Palpatine laugh. Oh shit! Yeah, the meme got everybody out of their chairs. Apparently, uh, what are your thoughts on that? What do you? How do you feel about? You know, seeing Palpatine, Palpatine again. Yeah, I mean, what it's do you? A, it, yeah, at this point, my gut reaction was it's a weird pull, um, but uh, like I also heard somebody else talking about like you know we haven't seen kind of Ray get tested like uh, luke was in the cave or whatever and she kind of was she was in last Jedi. she kind of faced herself that was a real test like um does she have this in here kind of and um so like is there gonna be a force ghost that haven't really been yet so far in these in this trilogy um that would be my guess what Papatina is like she has to maybe go into the the wreckage of the death star 2 to find some kyber crystals that are left over mm-hmm. maybe and in there she has to do her own jedi kind of uh OG Jedi test. So, yeah, that might, that might work, I guess. Uh, we did see Leia in the trailer, so yeah. there are going to be some sort of, like, um, sequences, at least, with characters that are uh, no longer with us, sadly. So, oh, wait, no, no. The character is with us. It's just the actress isn't shit. Uh, fucking hell. Uh, made myself sad again. So, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, it's it's really up up in the air right now um weird pull still uh did you see all the memes that came up like immediately uh no like what, so what were they? they were they replaced palpatine's laugh his cackle uh with okay. uh it's a me hello annie oh no <laughs> the true a, villain the yeah. <laughs> true villain of the star wars darth plagueis universe Darth Jar Jar, and then I heard um like uh no one's ever really gone and then it was seth rogan's dumb laugh <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, that was close. <laughs> yeah, his, his stoner laugh. <laughs> he's just hanging out with Charlie's throne, and that's that's the the end button. Um, what if they bring back? Oh, what if they bring back 
Emperor Palpatine, but like in the flesh? What if they? What if they somehow? Jesus Christ! Just lean into it hard. Because like in, I think in the um, what do they call it now? The legacy. Uh, yeah. History of Star Wars or whatever that legacy universe. There's a clone of Palpatine at one point. Oh, legends and shit. Legends. That's what it's called. Yeah, legends. So, so there's a clone Jesus. of Palpatine at one point. Uh, I, I, God, I hope they don't, they, they don't go down that road. But look, we've been Close down that? that road. We've been down that road with, um, with the clone saga. I mean, with the, with the Attack of the Clones. Yeah. So who knows? Uh, yeah. I, I actually, I like your idea though about the Force Ghost thing. Like, let's. But can Palpat can a Sith do a Force Ghost? Is that even See, that's a thing? The thing? That's the thing. You have to give yourself over to the Force, and I don't think that's the whole mantra of the Sith. They want to use the Force for themselves. They don't want to be one with it. Right. Mm. Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. I just, you know, J.J. Uh, Abrams. Uh, he can direct himself a movie, but can he direct himself a finale? Mm. Uh, remains to be seen. Um, I'm cautiously optimistic. At least they have the Feverant fan base back on their side. I don't know. They have a they have a bunch more money now, don't they? Yeah. Especially with a certain merger happening. Oh yeah, nice dude. <laughs> mm. When did you buy stock in this Segway? <laughs> Shout out to all my scammers out there in Atlanta Writing them segways No, no, they write the hoverboards Oh yeah, they got the, the hoverboards Fair gamo belts Oh no <laughs> Up in the ATL uh, Yeah, so uh, The Disney Fox merger is officially complete This will be like the last time we say that I think, finally Um <laughs> We've talked about it to death before. All of the conjecture, the pos- the sort of posturing. We all knew what was happening. But here's the big thing is that the, the rumor is that the only X-Universe X-Men character to survive what is essentially the snap of real life Fox <laughs> um, is Deadpool. And mm. so I think I think we'd all agree that that's that's good. Deadpool one and two were both good films. They're enjoyable. Yeah. Deadpool as a character is fantastic. Um, now you don't necessarily have to do a third Deadpool movie. Um, you could just you drop him into other properties and things. Uh, he lends himself to every you know anything. A lot of, a real popular thing on the internet was that people wanted Deadpool to take over sort of the Stanley cameo. Oh man! Thing. Oh, that's since, great. Since, since he can break the fourth wall and he knows he's in a movie, uh-huh. kind of thing. Um, I I, I kind of like that. It's hard. It's hard because that was Stan's thing. You know, it's yeah. But but it is cool to like have like this connective tissue and you know Ryan Reynolds would have a lot of fun with it. I think it wouldn't yeah. be the worst thing. Um, so he's the only he, one who knew who Stan was. That's true. That's true. In the trailer, right? Right. So, that being said, Deadpool's a go. If you had the ability to uh-huh. to Kevin Feige this thing and just grab any other existing Fox Marvel character oh, and dude. bring them over, who would you who would you bring? Oh man, that's a big question. Um, yeah. Oh shit! Do you go villain? Do you go hero? Iconic hero? Uh, my my brain says Logan, but my heart says Dazzler. Uh, <laughs> bring Jubilee to the MCU. No, no. <laughs> I think I, I think you got to go something like um, otherworldly, right? You need some fuck. Yeah, so he has to be somebody like Galactus because. You you could get to the point where like a a Logan type character is around in the MCU kind of naturally, but fuck, goddamn, the prospect of no more Wolverine. That's yeah. that's a harsh one. Yeah. Well, not only that, no more no more Hugh Jackman Wolverine. Yeah. That, that's the tough. But you shout know, shout out to Chris Benoit, um, oh, Canadian Crippler. Oh. oh man. <laughs> I think wow. so much would have been different if everything was moved up fifteen years and he got a shot to be Wolverine. He would have been good at it. Also, maybe medicine and like head trauma 
science and concussion protocols would be different and yeah maybe, yeah maybe uh let's let's just leave that one there um oh man i said something so dark no <laughs> no like it's, no it's too you too won't early. you too won't early, drop a bomb drop too a bomb early. no too early in the year too early in the year no, God, the bomb are, again. Are you really not going to right now? We dropped no, the no, bomb. It's been no, done. No, 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 no. I mean, I'll, I'll warn the populace. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave the dark. Seventy three point is is just chiming a lot. Do not. This guy hasn't even left pre K yet, man. I don't know what kind of person he's gonna be. Three point though. Three point Trey. I'm gonna call it Trey for short. Trey. Uh, I'm gonna leave the darker tones. To Ezra Miller. Ooh. Oh, shit. <laughs> Guess who got on the ground floor of that Segway company? This guy. <laughs> right here. Um, Ezra Miller, I guess in hopes of keeping the Flash property alive in this sort of post-DCEU uh, world that we live in, apparently is at odds with the, some of the producers of the film that's sort of in stasis i guess at the moment hmm. and he wants to make the film darker like he's actually trying to rewrite part of the script apparently Ooh. and and make make it a darker tone which is really interesting because one yes the flash tends to be a tragic character in the comics there's a lot of tragic storylines but at but he the character barry allen tends to be pretty light-hearted optimistic that's kind of his charm like that's his thing and not only that with and we're going to talk about shazam uh in, in more detail in a little bit right but that film has a much more light-hearted tone and has mm-hmm. gotten pretty positive response so the fact that ezra miller is like ah, i see that that's working but nah <laughs> that's, a, that's a weird that's a weird move for my guy yeah, yeah. what do you think what do you think about ezra miller's desire to make it darker in tone. Right. So I think he was, um, along with the Ukrainian family huddling around their bug spray, I think they <laughs> he was uh, <laughs> one of the bright spots of Justice League, man. Yeah. Um, he, he was kind of like a fish out of water, but in a very specific pool. So <laughs> uh, I liked him a lot. I, I don't know why uh, he feels the need to double down the Zack Snyderness. Yeah, it's real weird. I am. I almost wonder if this is one of those instances where this is not even true, but like people mm. associated with the film are floating it to maybe get oh, okay. fired or like cause dissension within the production to get the film canceled or or to leave their writers' room at least. <sighs> right. Fucking shut down the final cut or the final draft. What was it? Final draft. Program? Final draft. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Final Draft. Uh, I was was more of an editor. I was thinking Final Cut Pro. Final Cut. Yeah. W Premiere. What up? Shout out to my pioneers in college. (laughs) In your key codes. Yeah, get that LimeWire key code. What else? Oh, okay. Um, Well, I mean, I also thought uh, if he wants to go darker, like, um, have it be like, if you, if you want to do that, that's fine. But have it be, like, really weird and specific. Like, really mundane. Like, as Flash, he must, like, eat through shoes at a tremendous rate, right? So, like, maybe he's on, uh, you know, one of these sneaker apps like Goat or StockX or something like that. And then uh, he keeps, he, he's addicted to it, right? And that's his addiction. He keeps going down. But one right. day, he's like, The real question is, what are those? <laughs> and a Freddy situation <laughs> happens. Such a such a setup for <laughs> for the jury drop. What a great <laughs> drop, though. Thank you, Soundy. Thank you, Soundy, for all you do. You little dumbass. Chris had nothing Not to do with shit. it. Thank you, Soundy. Mm mm. Know what? Know what? No dinner. <laughs> oh no, Soundy's not getting plugged in tonight. You just made the list. Oh. <laughs> what the fuck you say to me? Oh wow. I, I wish you would. You better be careful, man, because Sandy's going to eventually control, like, the outlets in your apartment. You're not going to have, like, lights. You're not going to have air conditioning somehow is going to not work anymore. (laughs) We're in Texas, so you're going to die. He's going to sweat me out? Yeah. Don't act like it won't work. You know it will. That would totally work. Yeah, I'm weak against the heat. At that point, 
you would have to say that you were in the end game. Oh no! Again. <laughs> oh, that's that song. I want to hear the whole song at some point. <laughs> at some in some future episode, listeners, we're gonna just play that song and not say anything. We're just gonna play the whole thing, <laughs> just enjoy it all together as one collective. Uh, Welcome to Combo Characters. This is our art. just over and over so great so great okay another thing that is really great Avengers Endgame is going to be three hours and two minutes long no intermission get some help (laughs) yeah no intermission okay so um so bring a diaper goddammit yeah, there's people talking about not drinking or eating anything the entire day when they see it. Ooh, dry now? Um, just, yeah. See, I feel like uh, I, I like that should work, but I feel like something will go wrong. Like, yeah, that's a, that's a rookie mistake. You, like you're your gonna, body will shut down. Right. It goes into survival mode. It's like, oh, word? All right, let's just get rid of everything right now since you're apparently not taking any food. I, can't, I don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah. It's a real fight or flight situation. And, I don't know, man. I think you might lose that one. So, you know, what did you, what do your, what's, do you have a strategy for this? Like, well, I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to do. Yeah. I don't know. I think I might not, like, um, uh, I might not be one for the big drink that you, you know, I always get at Draft House, whatever. Um, yeah. Shout out to the Draft House. Uh, proud sponsor of the podcast. God, <laughs> we really need, Just, we need that sponsorship. Fucking hell, guys. Come we, on. We really need it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come I mean, on, David. I, David Wheeler from the the um, Alamo Draft House beta app. David, uh, you know me. I'm Park North Theater Six, Row Six, eighteen nineteen. That's me every day, all day. Um, yeah, if listeners, if you're local, <laughs> you catch these hands. Fuck you. <laughs> anyway, I, I think um, I might just take some mints instead of minor drink. Mm, you know, mm-hmm. some nice maybe. Um, I got these green tea flavored mints from Trader Joe's, or I got some sour mints. You know, kind of get you salivating. Get you know, get rid of the need to kind of drink stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I usually just go to the bathroom before the movie starts anyway, you know, as soon as I get to the theater. So, yeah. uh, I think I should be a guy, all right with that. Yeah. No, that's, I really feel for all the diabetics and pre-diabetics out there mm. because like, you know, they don't even have to drink anything and they have to go to the restroom like yeah. every hour or whatever. Like that happens. That's a real thing. Thanos doesn't care. Vegas doesn't care. Like, they just got to deal with it. <laughs> the urge still comes all the same. Yeah. Yep. Unless, like you said, you said it off the top, unless you bring a diaper. Um, That's so the technology, man. If you do that, just don't tell me. Oh, Marvel's missing out! Oh, more, more, more brand Oh, the merch! So much merch. <laughs> You could put like a little Iron Man's face on the on the bottom. Yeah. Spider Man's face. I mean Or like the it, gauntlet. <laughs> That's a statement, yeah. <laughs> put it right down there. Yeah. Oh man. I am looking forward to this though. I I cannot wait. I mean we have to wait, so technically I can wait, <laughs> but uh it's 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 a it's a great time to be a nerd. It's a great time. We are so fortunate and so lucky to to have all this stuff. It's gonna oh, be real. For you, <laughs> Christian, real... please. <laughs> all right, other great things that are coming our way. Disney Plus. It's a thing. It's happening. Um, they're apparently putting in like billions of dollars into the launch of this product. What? Yeah, seriously. I last last figure I saw was one point two billion. Jesus. So oh, yeah, it's apparently going to be I think six ninety nine a month, or if you get a year, I believe it is sixty five dollars or maybe seventy dollars. Ooh. Um, so you're looking at about what, like five six bucks a month? That's not bad. That's this shit's starting to add up, though. Like, yeah. I just got Sling the other day. Now, we got a promo, so it's not bad. We got, like, 60 channels, and it's, like, $25 a month. 
It's not bad. It's pretty good. Proud sponsor but, podcast. Proud sponsor Sling TV. We're slingers, you know. Um, wow. Uh, that just felt like a chamber opening up or something. Yeah, I mean, something's opening up. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, but this stuff's adding up, man. You got your Spotify, you got your Hulu, you got your Netflix, you got you know Disney Plus now. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to watch Twilight Zone, which I have not watched yet, my man oh. Jordan Peele, I want to watch it. But guess what? You got to subscribe to another thing just Jesus. to watch the damn Twilight Zone. So, shit. Well, you are watching network TV. Uh, we oh, God. are on CBS All Access. <laughs> Holy hell. Uh, one, let me just. <laughs> you got so scared? That scared me. I got. That creeped me out so bad. I literally turned around in my chair and looked behind me because it freaked me out. It freaked me out. <laughs> also that was just a really good parody well done man like you are whatever the anti big wheel of the week award is you get that you get the opposite of the big wheel that was amazing I have still like I have shivers going on. I, got, like, I got the goosebumps on my arm I'm not even joking it's for real um, very frightening very frightening uh, but Disney plus uh, we're going to be getting things uh, we're going to be in the Mandalorian series yeah. Star Wars we're going to be getting a WandaVision show. We're going to be getting Ooh. Hawkeye. We're going to be getting Falcon Winter Soldier show and a Loki show. These are all confirmed. They've already worked on like title cards. This is a go, go, go. Is um is there anywhere on the ratings for these shows? Oh, uh, I don't. Because yeah. Wanda and Vision. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. You wanna, uh, do you want to Game of Thrones it? You want to... But- I, I want to a lot, man. There's a lot of phasing going diaries. on here. Um, oh how, how do the kebabs work into this? Uh, wow. wow. Scotland's a cold place, man. You got to stay warm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the kebabs. I forgot about that. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That was like the third time I saw it. I was like, wait, what's going on there? Like, <laughs> things you notice. Things you notice on the on the ninth viewing. Um which of those? Which of those are the, out of like the comic properties? Which of those are you most looking forward to? Is it one division? I think it might be. Yeah, just because, um, like that Vision trade uh, or that Vision miniseries from a couple years ago. Uh, uh, Tom King, I'm, yeah, yeah. That uh, Jesus Christ, man! I know that's kind of the reason, the actual reason I asked for the ratings, just because if it was anything sort of like you know teen to mature rated, then they could definitely delve into that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. that gets kind of dark, uh, which I'm here for. I'm fucking here for that shit. But, um, yeah, as characters, I think they have a lot of potential for different storylines. Uh, is it just all superhero bullshit with vision or is there some dark side of magic stuff that goes on with Wanda? For um, sure. yeah, that'd be, that'd be really cool. I look, 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 I, I'm, I'm hesitant to say what I'm about to say, but I'm still going to say it. You, you're going to, oh no. Because look, oh, no. Jeremy Renner is, oh no. Like, uh, I don't, you know, I don't know how I feel about Jeremy Renner, but like, if they take the Hawkeye story from uh-huh. the, the, God, I don't even know what version of Hawkeye it is now because Marvel does this stupid thing on the publishing side where they keep rebooting their titles every fucking year. Isn't there like a one every three months or something? It's so dumb. God, I hate it. Anyway, it was from about, I don't know, like maybe four years ago. Matt Fraction did uh, he, he, they did a rebooted Hawkeye. It's in the first story arc is called My Life. I think it's My Life as a Weapon is mm. the name of it. It's really good. It's it's really well done. The story that they tell is very riveting. It's grounded. It's it's not too much. It's it's you know it's not garish or gauche. It's, it's just perfectly seasoned. Okay. It's, it's like a delicious steak. Um, it's, <laughs> it's great, and and if they even if they could tap into any of that for this show, they'll have a really great show on their hands. Now, will they do that? I don't know. I just you know I've only seen one episode of it, but I would say that if they could get the the showrunners for Barry the um, 
the show on HBO with uh, Bill Hader one, right? Bill Hader, yeah, he's an assassin. If they get the the showrunners for Barry onto Hawkeye, that would be a great transition. I think. I think those would be the the people to do it. Um, also, uh, not mad at more Tom Hiddleston Loki. I, I don't think he's going to actually be like is the focal point of the of the show. Oddly enough, it's going to be like younger Loki. But he mm-hmm. might like bookend it, like in terms of like a storytelling narrative. Okay, um, that could be fun. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? I did hear something about the Mandalorian series. Mm-hmm. Add just a little bit. Uh, in production, uh, they were kind of like uh, low on costumes, and they didn't have enough stormtroopers for a couple sequences. Uh, so the showrunners actually uh, reached out to the five hundred first cosplay division, and they got a lot of guys to show up. Wow! There's some fans made an appearance. That is so cool, and I bet you that the five hundred five hundred one they were so excited. Hell yeah! That. Get some mm-hmm. SAG cards. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, maybe, maybe we might have to reach out to them. I know they have a local chapter here in San Antonio. Now, granted, I know those probably aren't the people in the show, right? But they're a pretty tight network, so yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe we'll try to reach out to some people. Um, before we get into the Hawkeye, or, what? No. Before we get into the Shazam <laughs> movie review. <laughs> I knew something was up with Hawkeye, man. You got him on the brain. Oh, man, I know. He's, his arrow right to my heart, apparently. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, we, you may notice, listeners, that we have not mentioned Heckboy, uh, to this point. Um, that is because we, we have, we have not seen that movie. Uh, like many Americans, we have not seen that movie. We've decided not to see it. Uh, it's coming. It's coming. That's we'll, some real talk. Oh, my God. We'll get to it. We, uh, you know, this is a labor of love, and we will go through the anguish and pain associated from time to time for you lovely listeners out there in the CBC universe. We'll get there. We'll get there probably pretty soon. But that's why uh, we just, we know the movie's out. We're, we're aware. You don't have to add us. We know. Um, it's got like a 7% on Rotten Tomatoes. We know. Ah. Um, look, it really bums me out because Mike Mignola, who's the creator of Hellboy, apparently had a heavy hand in the script. And maybe the script isn't bad, but maybe the production was, or maybe the direction was, or, mm. you know, there's a lot of good actors in that film, too. David I, Harbour, man. I, I don't know. I don't know. We're going to have, we're going to figure out what went wrong. You know, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll touch on it. It's coming up coming up soon ish and on that note let's talk about a movie that um that kind of surprised me honestly Hmm. it was in some ways you could say magical shazam oh god all right so for shazam go (laughs) ah nice thank you uh mr ledger as always, now this is this is kind of funny. Uh, we were talking about Ezra Miller earlier. We are, of course, going into Flashback Flash versus Shazam. Uh, now, Chris. That's me forgetting. What I would, what I would <laughs> yeah, what I would like for you to do is uh-huh. to just and and literally this oh, is gonna great. be this is gonna be hilarious because you you really won't have a lot to say and it's fine it's fine. <laughs> I want you to... I feel, I feel this is becoming commentary on the breakdowns, but all right. Re, re, no, 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 no. No, it's not. I'm not trying to be meta <laughs> here. I'm not. But I just thought of it right now, as always. This is all not right. premeditated. Right. I want you to tell me what happens in Shazam. <laughs> this is going to be so not helpful for everyone else. <laughs> From the perspective of Billy Batson's real mom. Oh, God! <laughs> 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 oh fucking hell <laughs> well first i gotta kind of try to imagine my life as a piece of shit um let's see here all right it's not that hard apparently uh okay uh <laughs> billy Ah, oh, finally fucking hell some peace and quiet Man, let the fucking cops say that kid uh let's see pack of smokes pack of smokes need a pack of smokes uh, I'm getting bad at my kid at the carnival at in Philadelphia and uh, fuck around for mm, three acts. Uh, 
<laughs> I'm probably going to uh, develop a, a dependency to both relationships and uh, substances. Toxic relationships. Uh, toxic. Oh, toxic. Toxic relationships. Yeah. What was that dude's name? Marshall or something? Or, Oof, yeah. Or Thomas know. or nothing. Marvin. Marvin. Something bad. <laughs> Martha. Something not great. It was. Yeah, um... It's probably Martha. <laughs> <laughs> DC only knows one name. Uh, I know nothing of the magical world. I'm just mundane. I'm as mundane as you can get. Live in the projects. Uh, and that's not, not a shot on people in the projects. It's just, you know. Completely, complete antithesis to the child I failed to raise. And I'm a coward. And I'm going to close the door now. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well done, man. Way to, way to tap into that piece of shit uh, <laughs> mentality. You, you slid right in. You, you went right, in, right into those DMs. Um, <clears throat> so, with that being said, uh, and I think that'll actually be the last time we even talk about his his mom and that character f- with in regards to the film. Right. Let's let's go to a more positive uh, part of our review. That's the Excelsior section Excelsior. of the review. Oh. Yes, yes, Dan. Yes, <laughs> love it. Love it so much. This is, of course, our favorite segment of the movie or the most outstanding or memorable aspect of the film. Uh, it can be narrative character, anything really pertaining to the film. Chris, mm-hmm. what was your Excelsior uh, piece or moment of the film? Uh, I think it's kind of cheating, but um, just the use of magic throughout. Mm-hmm. So, like, I guess Zack Snyder saw what Nolan was able to do with his trilogy and was like, oh, shit, me too. I can be dark and edgy. That's I, I did Watchmen. I did 300. Let me just do that shit. I know how to do it. Everything's slow. Everything's kind of dark. Whatever. There was no kind of joy to it, right? Uh, I mean, yeah. watching like the Justice League cartoon back in the day, uh, th- this shit is fantastical. This shit is like, it's not meant to be as serious as was being portrayed. I mean, just in- infusing everything with magic from the jump. I think that's a, it was a really strong choice. It was, I mean, of course it was who the character is. So that helps a lot, <laughs> but I think it shows that if they lean into like the the mythos of the character, the creation of the character, um, then and not forget that you know these are people who we call the Cape Crusader. These are a guy who wears an alien who wears uh, underwear on the outside. Uh, it's it's kind of silly. Why so serious? Did you not listen to Heat uh, Heat at all? Um, yeah, I, the, I think the magic really helped kind of set a good tone for this movie, which I really enjoyed. Yeah, great, great take. I I'll piggyback off of that. Um, you know this this film had a lot of levity to it, and it was it was fun. It was it was family centric, but it it was cheesy, but in the way that it's supposed to be. Yeah, and and like you said, it was true to the character, and we've talked about that so often, so many times. When we like something or when we dislike something, it almost always, almost inevitably always comes down to whether they get the core essence of the character correctly. Mm-hmm. And everything is so much better when they do. It's, it's so crazy how hand in hand that goes. It, it's every time. It, it really blows my mind. You'd think that that's where they would always focus and, they, and not everybody does. Heck boy might be a, might be a, a scenario where... They don't get mm. the, the core of the character correctly. We'll find out, right? Um, I, I love the magic. I loved the playfulness of this film. Uh-huh. Um, we're going to talk a little bit. Um, I, I will talk, at least on the on the last bit of this review, a little bit about how this film sort of mimics another film that, was, that came <laughs> out somewhat recently from, from right. Marvel. Um, but I think, I think that it's good that it did. Um, you're a lot of times I really felt like this is how I would have been with my friends if I were 12, 13, 14 years old Mm -hmm. and one of them got powers and like just being complete idiots about it. Uh, it it just felt, it felt authentic, which is weird because it's like a magical fantasy universe, but it felt authentic to what that is and to who these characters were. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. It's pretty much the same same thing with the Excelsior segment. 
now to be a little bit more, uh, I guess, critical, um, do you think, because it makes a lot of, it's really self-referential to the DCEU, uh, it's kind of almost in the Deadpool vein of meta-ness. Uh, do you think that worked well with the tone, or do you think that worked kind of against it? I think it worked well if they kind of stay out of this idea of making everything connected. Mm. I think if you do play with it fast and loose, where it's like we all know these characters exist, and yes, the, like Batman and Superman can exist in the world of what Shazam is. There could be toys of them. You can have the Batarang as a little collectible. Right, right. I think I think when you're when you're trying to set up story narrative narratively narrative structure mm-hmm. across multiple films where shit has to tie in and it like is a plot point that's when you run into problems right yeah so i think if they keep it light they kind of keep it silly it's fine i will i will say maybe they overdid it just a tad <laughs> um but you know it it felt good i thought i thought it felt good yeah, I agree. All right, next segment is, of course, the Bizarro segment. Look, it am my most famous superhero. Yes, it be Bizarro number one. Bizarro number one. <laughs> Bizarro number one. What didn't work in the film? It can be anything from miscasting, poor directing, special effects gone awry, writing... Anything, anything, anything. So this is the things that we didn't really like. Um, hmm. There's going to be highs, there's going to be lows. It's just a matter yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I think the film felt slow in some parts. Mm-hmm. I really didn't like... I it was wrong. I said earlier we we're going to bring it up again. I'm bringing it up right now. <laughs> didn't like the whole B-plot of Billy trying to... Fu- I get why, because you're... you're you're angling it against like him accepting his adoptive family. Mm-hmm. But I just, I wanted no part of this, the missing mother storyline. Yeah. It, it, I didn't like it. It felt unnecessarily harsh. And I get that that's, that's supposed to be part of his character. Like he's overcoming this, um, and wanting the sense of, of belonging. But it just, it just felt wrong. Like it, it, it like in the way that like Dumbo has some really depressing shit going on in it, and it's a you know it's got a flying elephant, but the, there's like some racist crows. A lot of yeah, there's some racist crows in it. There's a lot of it's kind of like that. It just felt off tone, like uh, yeah. off key. They, um, for for the impact that they they kind of were going for, they didn't really um, spend too much time with it. I mean, so right. in this portrayal, and I do, I agree with you 100. Uh, you need to have a little bit of nuance. Um, they didn't really go into that. It's just that she was an absent figure, and uh, there's nothing really for, for you more to understand. It's just that I'm not your family. I guess you already have another family. You're good, right? Out, deuces. That That's not enough time to flesh anything out. That's not enough time to, to build from. Right. Yeah, it, it just felt weird. It, it felt like they got to a point where they're like, okay, we need this to explain why he's rebelling against his adopted family so much. Yeah. But it's 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 way more of a device than anything that seemed like organic to the story, mm. if that makes sense. I mean, that's how I felt. Yeah. Um. Uh. So, did you have anything else for Bizarro? Like, yeah. Or was, I, it, or was it the same thing? It's um. There was a feeling. It's kind of the almost the same thing, just because it felt like it did drag. Like in the the second second acts are really hard to get down, and they had like a another first act going on with like the the villain character. I forget his name already. Uh, yeah, Savannah, um, Georgia. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so they already had kind of like a pre-act one, and then they, um, which added a little bit to like uh, the length of it. Either lean into that and like focus on the villain character and have the superhero character kind of be like secondary, because that'd be different. Um, yeah. Or like fucking clean it up. It felt like they uh, had a couple different scripts and they kind of mashed them together and figured, yeah, it'll work. Uh, Things happen and they should happen because, like you said, they needed a beat where the mom was a bad mom. They needed a beat where, like, a couple different beats, apparently, where the villain, you know, confronts Billy and tells him to, like, you know, give me your powers. Um, It it just felt sloppy a little bit, Um, which is not to say that it wasn't an enjoyable movie. It just felt like, you know, I I, I didn't need to go to the bathroom, but I kind of wanted to. (laughs) Right. It was (laughs) enjoyable. It was an enjoyable film, but it wasn't a tight script. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
It wasn't tight. And, there was and, there was one sequence where I could have sworn that like uh, the actor who played Billy, uh, his voice was cracking a little bit. And I'm like, why did you film that? Why why didn't why didn't make final cut? Why why didn't they edit this out? Right. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know, man. Maybe they're trying to show the you know the precariousness of adolescence. <laughs> I think they were walking down a hallway, but all right. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, clearly that's not what they were doing. Oh, um, you know what? Let's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna quickly touch back on the accessories just real quick. Couple of really neat little beats, like the horror beats within this film. Um, the one scientist, or like, was it his assistant or whatever? Yeah, yeah. She like touched the door and like just melted. Yeah, that was creepy. The the Shazam wizard giving him his powers, like, crumbling away. Like, I was like, what is going on here? Yeah. This is like an EC Comics, like, <laughs> best of. Like, it, it's just really crazy. Um, I felt like the, the Seven Deadly Sins were kind of modeled after Ghostbusters, like Zool and all yeah. that stuff, yeah. right? <clears throat> I, I don't know. I just liked it. I liked it. Uh, I liked the touch, the, the piano. The little nod to Big when they're mm. on the keyboard, the <laughs> piano. Anyway, um, all right, let's just move on. Uh, hey, let's. The next category is or segment is Hey everyone. Hey everyone. <laughs> hey. hey. <laughs> Under ruse. <laughs> uh, this is the best character uh, it could be best character, object, location, anything that we've not seen before. Specific to Shazam, mm. I'll let you go first. There's obviously uh, a, a a real easy choice here. If you want to go that way, that's fine. Um, mm, you got to back it up. So who you mm, got? The mm. best thing I haven't seen. Uh, sh- let's see. Well, I mean, shout out to my boy Korath making the list. You just oh, made yeah, the man. list. <laughs> uh, on the Evans list. Uh, <laughs> yeah, DeAndre Hansu. Yeah, it's uh, really. Actually, you know what? He was on the list anyway because he was the sea king in Aquaman that gets oh, killed. Oh, shit. Like he just gets stabbed with the trident. That's that same guy. Well, shout the, out. Course, well deserved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Three to three timer. Three timer on the Evans list. Uh, let me see. Mm, it's kind of hard for me. I, I, I think it has to be uh, Jerry from The Walking Dead becoming the dad in this movie. Uh yeah, I really liked him. I liked him as an actor. I think his uh, his part was kind of like uh, I, I liked it a lot. I, I liked the older character kind of coming in and taking these other kids under this under his wing, uh, providing some safety and levity for a foster home situation. I, I mean that that could have been ha- handled real uh, seventh heaven style. So right. I'm glad that they didn't go that way. No, no, yeah, and it's a it's a balance, right? Because if you do it. Yeah, if you do it too much one way, it's seven heaven. If you do it too much the other way, it's like toxic and abusive, and like it really takes you out of the film. Like, yeah, you know, like if, if it was a bad situation. I think for me, I really liked. I liked Freddie Freeman. I liked. I liked that. So he's the actor from it. Um, but he played Freddie Freeman in the in the show in the movie, uh-huh. and then the adult like Captain the, the adult Marvel Blue Marvel version of him is is um, Adam Brody, right? Adam Brody from the OC. Uh, and but he, he I, got an uh, Academy Award winner, played the pianist. That's Adrian Brody. Just what you said, right? Adrian Brody has the nose. Uh huh. Adam Brody has the hair. Okay. So which one. which one was Salvador Dali in Midnight in Paris? Mm, that was I don't know. A- Adri- Adrian Brody. Was it Adrian Brody? It was Adrian Brody. That makes sense because Adam Brody doesn't look like Salvador Dali <laughs> at all. I would like to see the prosthetic work that they would put in to Adam Brody being Salvador Dali. That'd be nice. Um, so I like you know again Brody was good to see him acting again. Haven't seen him in a while. Um, <laughs> just want to check up on him. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I just I also liked and I uh, see I should I uh, I uh, should have got the name of this actress, the girl that ends up playing the adult. Um. Oh man, what was what was her name? What was the little girl's name? It wasn't. Um. God damn it! Because I'm looking at Soundy and I'm seeing Shirley's name. Um. That's not her name. 
I'm gonna pull it up. I'm gonna pull it up. Are you? This is, is this gonna? Are we gonna have an IMDb up right now? Yeah. Uh, we need a little bit of music for that one. Uh, uh, no, 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 it's all right. So Jack Dylan Grazer is ah, okay. the actor that plays Freddie Freeman. Um, and he's great. He's he's in it. Um, I was I still haven't found. Oh. Uh, uh, Darla, Darla Dudley, okay. the little girl, Darla Dudley, and then um, superhero Darla is actually how they have her cast in the film uh, title. Megan she was great, running, running around, yeah, Megan good, running around, being real cheerful, uh, just excited to to be doing the superhero thing. I really liked her character a lot. Uh, very precocious. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. good. Um, not to go back to Bizarro, but since you went back to the Excelsior, I'll go Excelsior. back to Bizarro a little bit. Um, so, do you think it was? Uh, and I, I don't know if I'm like a too woke and just need to shut up because it's not my place to say. But um, so, from being you know, uh, you know, differently abled to then being able to fly, and do we need the scene of the crutch falling down? Because mm. if you recall back, like uh, you know. It just shows you. I think Billy says like uh, this form is just you know your best potential or like uh, you at your best or whatever. Because uh, there's that in the movie, and he makes a point of saying that like you know you transform yeah. into like your best version of yourself, and then we see yeah. the purposely see the cane falling away. Is that an ableist statement that they're making? Oof. Problematic. Uh, I mean, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I'm not saying you're wrong. Uh, it's a landmine. Maybe you're maybe you're trying to find it. Maybe you know I'm, I mean? maybe I'm trying for it. Yeah. It, it, so again, not my place to say. Um, it just seemed like you know, maybe we didn't need that shot. He talked about flying more than uh, you know being differently abled. So uh, right, that would have been reason enough just for him to be flying. You don't need the the shot. So that shot it stuck in my in my craw a little bit. So I wanted to address it. Anyway. Oh yeah, it's it's fair. It's a fair. It's a fair. Uh, it's a fair thing to bring up. It's fair trade. It's like <laughs> coffee. It's Trader Joe's, man. All right, Chris. I'm going to ask you a real important question. You won't. I will. You won't. I really will. I, w- I will. What if? What if? Um, what if in Shazam? Mm-hmm. What if instead of Doctor Savannah? Mm-hmm. What if? Um, what if The Rock were in the movie? Oh my God! That almost happened. Originally, this film was supposed to be a Shazam versus Black Adam film, with The Rock as Black Adam. That's that was the original plan. Somewhere along the way, they changed it. Black Adam is supposedly getting his own separate film with his own origin story. Hmm. It should be set in, set in Egypt. Hmm. Starring The Rock, I have no idea when it's supposed to come out because they keep changing the date. <laughs> um, I don't think it's even in production at this point. But mm. that's my what if. My what if is well, I guess we're going to see a Black Adam film, and then I wonder if Shazam's going to be in that film, or if they're going to do a third film with both of them. Right. Uh, he's very briefly sort of referenced by Shazam the Wizard. Uh, where he says he once took a champion, but that champion turned against him or turned okay. evil. That's Black Adam. What's your what if for the movie of Shazam? Where do you see the franchise going, or what, what would you like to see the franchise do? Hmm, because like that would have uh, made it kind of parallel Black Panther a little bit if they had included him. Because some people like they they were maybe trying to pick a nit, but they were saying that like uh, Claw is such an important antagonist in Black Panther universe. Like why just kill him so Killmonger could get killed too and it's like fucking hell really um yeah i guess that would have been like kind of it wouldn't be it wouldn't be superman uh superman it would have been spider-man 3 it wouldn't have been too many characters i don't think too many antagonists but um yeah that it definitely would have seemed like a, a last gasp for the dceu if they had included him like um this is our last opportunity to get money guys just everybody go everybody in <laughs> right everybody go run 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 <laughs> so shots up shots up yeah it, it it all depends on if they're confident in the tone they've set 
Um, I agree with it 100%. I think like if they just do like one shots where they're kind of like um, tongue in cheek reference the different characters that they've already created that have been a part of this universe for since longer than they've been DCEU, um, I, I think it would work. Um, if they want to go back to just they want to replace Shazam to poor Superman and Black uh, Adam for Batman and just do that thing, it's going to result in the same kind of. Uh, cinematic malaise, man. It won't be good. They've done this thing before, like you said. So, um, I, I, I hope they try to try and capitalize on The Rock's insane charisma as an actor. Um, yeah, because he's a really good comedic actor. Too. Yeah, like he's got good timing for it. Uh, I know we talk about. I feel like we have actually talked about this on the podcast before. I know we talk about it behind the scenes, but the movie The Rundown, um, <laughs> highly underrated, highly underrated. The Rundown. Um, he's great in it. Um, one thing I'm really, really curious, and I'm gonna here's my uh, final what if yeah. kind of to 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 really stick it on there is what if uh, they choose to rip off another Marvel film for the next <laughs> because I mean this movie was basically Spider-Man: Homecoming. <laughs> yeah, it it felt that way in so many different parts. Um, the end credits, especially with the Ramones. Uh, yeah, and with the like animation drawing, yep. like it was, I was just like, "What is happening?" <laughs> so you know, I actually saw this in New York with with Daddy Boy Ignacio, original OG, shout uh, out CBCer, um, and we were we oh, both just Mark. looked at each other. <laughs> oh hi, Mark. Uh, we we both looked at each other and we're like, "What what is happening?" Like this is straight up <laughs> from Homecoming. Uh, that being said. Homecoming's great, and this film, for a lot of good reasons, had a lot of space to mimic that film. Mm. So I'm okay with it. I'm not mad at it. I'd rather them kind of ape another film style in parts than it just be a bad film. Right. Yeah. At this point, it's an homage. They that maybe that's their kind of like white flag is like fucking you win Marvel. We can't do that. Apparently, we can't go on a run for. Uh, ten years <laughs> debuted at number one, and and rack up twenty plus number God. one debuts. Stacks on stacks. Mm, it's like Arby's delicious. with the meats. Oh no! <laughs> Ugh, damn it! That's, this podcast was going so well. <laughs> just my mouth got so dry. <sighs> yeah, that's me after the Arby's. Um, yes, that's oh, me before the Arby's. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I overall though I like the film. Um, it's would you say it's less or more enjoyable than Aquaman? Ooh, uh, um, I would say or it's too, or too close to tell. It's too close, maybe to call the race. Um, it's a little too close to home. Fucking electoral college. Uh, I think that it's slightly less just because of um, the Bizarro section we had. It drags a little bit. Uh, where Aquaman was like. Um, it had that Fast and the Furious kind of entertainment going for it. Yeah, it definitely did. So um, I think I enjoyed Aquaman a little bit more. I mean, if if you're going to invoke Eldritch Horrors, then you got my attention. So, right. uh, <laughs> okay. yeah, I think I enjoyed Aquaman a little bit more. Um, that, not to say what that I didn't like Shazam. I like Shazam a lot. I think they had one scene like I was trying to describe to you earlier, <laughs> but my words are failing me. Um at the turn of my English degree, but uh, yeah, you know, everybody was being cast like uh, the light was coming down and like the wizard's kind of dungeon or whatever the fuck it is, the throne room, and uh, I think it was like an- another one of the seventeen times that the the Savannah guy was trying to get uh, the powers from Billy, and uh, everybody lighting coming down made everything look like an Alex Ross painting, and I was like, that's fucking cool. I don't know if that's like yeah. intentional, but it should have been, and I'm gonna give them credit for it. Let's hope so. Let's just hope the good things are on purpose. It's <laughs> kind of what I always go with. All right. So I think, yeah, I think we both would say we recommend the film. If Hell you yeah. haven't seen it yet, it's weird that you've listened to this podcast and this particular part of the podcast. <laughs> but good on you for listening. Thanks for listening, listeners. Um, if you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's definitely worth seeing. And if you feel bad about spending money, see it at a matinee or sneak in. Do whatever you want. Um, <laughs> last thing. Last thing this week. Big Wheel Award, and I've yeah. got I've got it with a bullet, no doubt in my mind. Billy Batson's fucking dirtbag mom, <laughs> Big Wheel Award winner this week. She is the worst. She sucks. 
<laughs> you had a very angry uh, uh, Tony Montana right there. There we go. That's what it was. I was talking over him, but like, uh, which make him, which is making more angry. Uh, <laughs> so that's a, that's a cycle. That's a circle right there. Um, yeah, man, she sucks. She sucks. She's terrible. Uh, don't be her. Everybody with kids, don't abandon your children. And assume that the police will take better care of them. <laughs> Dear God. You're fucking Buckwild. <laughs> ah, big Will Award winner. <laughs> Billy Batson's mom. Yeah, that's some kind of celebration. <laughs> and that'll bring us to a close this week. Until next time, the Fortress of Potitude is closed. Stay super, everyone. Stay long strong. Yeah.